Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. Hello, how is everyone doing? You have an amazing day. Y'all, I did something that I never ever do. And I recorded the intro to this episode and went on on with my, you know, how's it going, my updates, my little things of, you know, interest for the week, and then ended up starting the topic, and then I realized I had rambled on for 20 minutes about the intro of the story I'm here to tell you, um, and I just went on and on and on about it, and I don't like to do that long of talking about other stuff and not the content of the actual episode, because I don't want anybody to think I'm just spending, like, this time, using this time just to ramble on and stuff, but... I got myself so worked up and rambled about that story, and it really bothered me. So I'm going to redo it and give you the shortened version. Because uh, it was probably, well, it was well over 20 minutes, because that part that I deleted was 40 minutes, and I know I didn't talk for 20 minutes about the actual context content. So, um, I took the weekend off work. Things have been absolutely insane and crazy, uh, just so much shit with work and the end of retrograde really kind of fucked me over a little bit so lots of stuff going on and my team recognized that and they worked together to give me the weekend off or to make make me take the weekend off basically and then take my normal Monday off too so I'm off for three days that I need it desperately so um here in Attica we're having a little festival we used to have this festival it was it used to be huge people did some shady shit that were in charge of it got it basically shut down and we uh, as a city have restarted the festival with a different name same basic general um, concept it pays homage homage to the Native American tribe that was here years and years ago that basically um, gave Attica its heritage and its roots and it's called Heritage Days so anyway fast forward uh, today Trav and I decided to go out people come from local towns around it and everything to come to this festival there's like a lot of uh fuck a lot of little uh vendors that come set up their own little booths a lot of homemade things a little jewelry things like that um i actually got three new rings got some pretty good deals on them i think we paid 20 bucks total for three rings uh super excited to get a beautiful adjustable ring i love adjustable rings but it's the kind that has like um like a stretchy band like a wash band kind of thing uh, I just like those better because some days my fingers are fat and swollen and some days they're not. And if you notice, other adjustable rings kind of break easier, so I was excited. Anyway, so we go on and everybody in this town basically knows who I am. They know that I'm the witch who lives on Bray Street, the witch who runs the dollar store. They know that Travis is the witch's husband, the guy who does tattoos that lives on Bray Street. Plain and simple, if you're from this area, you know who we are. You may not know our names, but you know who we are. And that's fine. I've learned to accept that. That was part of me coming out as who I am and embracing um, my true identity. I knew that people were going to have their thoughts on it. And I don't really care. It's fine. If I cared, I wouldn't be out and open with who I am. And no one has ever really given us any issues, no problems. It's been great. So we walk through the festival. We get a few weird looks from people who aren't from here who aren't used to us and that's completely fine and understandable and whatever it's fine I'm used to it but nobody really you know jumps up and says shit so we walked to the festival got a couple things all the booths and we went to coffee shop here in town amazing 
coffee shop. It's called Attica Coffee House. They do a great job. Travis had never been because they're normally only open during the hours where he's at work, so he got to go for the first time. So they were a little busy. We ordered our coffee and we went and sat at the window bar. These little bar stools are super cute, comfortable, and there's a big picture window that you just look out. It's really nice. So we're sitting there waiting and there's a group of older ladies in there and they get up to leave after being in there for like a few minutes. Um, I don't know how long they've been before we got there, but we were maybe like three or four minutes waiting for our coffee and they uh, decided to get up and leave and they walk right by us and they're walking out and one stops and says, God bless you. And I was like, okay, thanks. Okay. You guys may have already seen this video. Um, this episode's coming out two weeks from the date of it happening for everyone. So uh, one week for the, the paid subscribers. So you guys may have already seen the video. Mary, you know what I'm talking about, so you can just fast forward. So I'm like, all right, that's, that's cool. And then they go out there and I look at travel like that was weird, but okay. I don't, I'm not rude about it. I'm very nice. Like, thanks, hey, whatever. So she, one of them comes back and then they all follow her. And one comes over and she's like, so I just, I saw the hat and the tattoos and all of this, like gestures with her hand, like at us, like we are something. And she says, I just wanted to say, um, do you have a church? I was like, no, no, thank you. We're not interested. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not from here. And Trav's like, well, where are you from? She's like, I'm from Lafayette, which is about a 30-minute drive from where we are. It's like the big city I always talk about. We got to go like Walmart or anything. You got to go to Lafayette. It's 30 minutes, 30 miles. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, no, we're not interested. And she's like going on about, well, you know, I... I just want to say Jesus loves you and I've been there I've had dark times I've been in the darkness going on about the dark shit and I'm like look I'm good like I'm not dark which I am dark but not like that that going on about basically like basically saying we're evil as fuck in a way and it's like okay lady I can't do this they're nice until I can't be anymore because she's not getting it so I continue on and I'm just like, you know, I'm good. You know, we're good. Thank you. Thank you. She's like, going on about how she's been in the darkness. Blah, 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 And I'm like, I'm not dark. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not who I am. You know, blah. she's like, oh, no, not you. I'm talking about me. I'm like, look, I've been to church. I used to go to a church for many, many, many years. I'm good. Thank you. And then she says, you know, well, I just want to say Jesus loves you. And blah, blah, blah. Like, pray for me, blah, blah. I was like, bless me. <laughs> Bye. Like, shut the fuck up lady I didn't say it I was nice in a way but like it really pissed me off because a lot of times people like that will bitch about how homophobic or homosexuality and, and transgender people are shoved down their throats and it's, we're just always constantly shoving shit down their throats constantly who shoved what in somebody's throat today you came up to me while I'm minding my own business I'm not even paying attention to your ass over there and you come to me and tell me, ask me questions, do you have a church? And going on and on. No, I bitch, no. No, Karen, we're not doing this shit. I shut it down. It really bothers me, though, because I don't go around, nobody goes around asking, you know, go to, I should have went up to their table and be like, hey, so I just saw all this, like your cross necklaces and stuff, and I was just wondering, like, do you have a goddess? Do you have a deity? Yeah. Do you have a deity? Who's your, uh, who's your favorite drag queen? Yeah. 
you know, RuPaul loves you, right? Hecate loves you. That should be my answer. If you hear noises, because Guy dug out their ribbon door and decides that she wants to sleep in it, so she's back there making a fucking mess and tearing shit up in the in the ribbon drawer. So if you hear noises, that's okay. But yeah, I was just taken aback by this whole situation and just completely shook, like, what the actual fuck. It really bothered me a lot because, like I said, I don't go around trying to recruit people to come, which if you have that calling, if you have that feeling, you guys are coming and finding me. I'm not going out and seeking you guys, which I will. I mean, if you want me to, I will. But I'm not going out and, like, begging on Christian's doors being like, hey, you need to find witchcraft now. Like, you need to find Hecate. You, like, Hecate loves you. You need to, like, listen to her or you're going to, like, burn in hell or something. It's just fucking stupid. It really just pissed me off today. So that's how my day started. But it ended nicely so far because Trav then took me to the rock store, which is actually the vape store, but they sell crystals and got me some new crystals and we got some fossils. We got a shark tooth. We got some um, fossilized poo. I don't remember what kind of species it is. And then I got my nephew a dinosaur bone fossil because he's obsessed with dinosaurs. So that was how it went. Um, and then we decorated for just everyday stuff, but spooky decorations in our house. We started doing some more DIY projects, which are so fucking fun. This is the time of year where we can actually get home decor, like everywhere in stores. It's not something I have to just order online only. So I take every opportunity I can to pick up different things, especially like cheap things that you can make into something else, like the cheap dollar um, skulls and bones and everything like that. They may look cheesy and cheap, but that's okay because you can do work with them to make them look better. Like if you want to make the bones look older, you can literally just soak them in coffee or rub coffee on them or whatever. You have options. You have things you can do. Charm and I actually just took some cheesy-ass, um, really super white classic skulls that we got for a dollar. He spray painted black and attached them to these two pictures that we've been trying to figure out what we're going to do with them. Uh, and they look cool as fuck. So uh, I'll post some pictures in the group and Instagram. Maybe do like a little TikTok video about it. But it's super cool. I'm having so much fun doing home decor. But I'm going to take the rest of this weekend I want to catch up on a couple episodes, get a couple episodes ahead, get some stuff done. And my big thing is going to be um, getting a lot of product made and ready to go for the Etsy shop that I am working on getting open. So everything will be super reasonable because I feel like this is not as much of money making as it is more of say this helping other witches get what they need and find um, things that they need or whatever or be helpful to anybody really so i'm excited so as i'm sure you could tell by the episode today we're talking about amulets talisman and charms maybe you can't tell because i don't know yet what i've named this episode but that's the working title as of right now so i always say that i was like yeah you can tell by this episode title and it may not make any fucking sense but if you read the description, I'm sure I will have put something in the description that kind of tells you what's happening. So this is actually a topic I get asked about a lot, and I think it's because there's a little confusion when we talk about amulets and talisman and charms. A lot of people think they're it's all one item, they're all different things, everything is different or the same or whatever, and it does get a little confusing, and that's fine. 
also feel like people don't ask this question in groups like in the comments or in public as much where people everyone can see it because they feel like it's a dumb question and it's not and i want to make sure that everyone is 100 percent aware that there are no stupid questions when it comes to witchcraft because as i've said over and over and over again this is a never-ending learning topic you are going to be a student forever you may master certain areas but we are always constantly going to continue to learn because witchcraft number one is evolving number two is old as fuck it's been around forever and number three our brothers and sister witches from way back when did not have a big public public weren't very public with everything so not everything was out there so a lot of witches found stuff on them you know for themselves and a lot of times they didn't write a lot of it down to pass on it was mostly passed on through word of mouth because if they wrote shit down there was fear of them being caught found out there's just so many different things it depends on what region you're in and all this other shit and there's just so many things and witchcraft is just an ever learning process so um that's one of the things i love about witchcraft because say it with me there's no wrong way to be a witch so whatever you're doing is right i'm sure of it because a witch is doing it also we're always learning new shit always and it's just cool as fuck because it's just something that you can't fail at you just can't fail at being a witch because you are a witch and anything you do is witchy because a fucking witch is doing it so what up so let's talk all right so amulet talisman they're basically interchangeable charm kind of but not really which we'll get into so um the basic general generic definition for all three is a natural or man-made item endowed and charmed with special powers to bring good luck or protect the barrier the bear the wearer those words just sound really weird you get it it's uh it's it's good so what does it do how do we work so, I mean, it can be, honestly, it could be worn on a person or placed in a special area to emit luck or protection to the atmosphere around it. Uh, the person making the amulet or the charm has a lot of options when it comes to the type of item, the material, the meaning, what type of enchantment that they are trying to manifest. There's just a lot of fucking options. That's why I think that it's fucking awesome doing amulets and charms talisman whichever choice you choose out of the two and the one i get to anyway it's fucking awesome because you have the options are seriously fucking endless and you can make it the things will people will never know that that is your charm or your amulet or your talisman or whatever people won't fucking know because you can make it in so many different fashions that they're just not going to get it you can literally have it setting out in fucking plain view and everyone can see it and no one will know what it is but you. But so basically, amulets and charms are they basically form keys to higher magical realms, realm, realms, realms, and it's just amazing things that we can't reach with it. So let's um, take a pause for a second so we can explain this. Get to the real nitty gritty of everything. So basically, the difference between so amulet and talisman are, is the same thing. Those, those ones are basically interchangeable. The difference between 
amulets and charms, though, are. Charms are more aimed at attracting things for you to attract luck, attract this or that or that type of emotion or that type of quality or whatever, as an amulet is more to protect or ward off that type of thing that you're trying to manifest or make or have happen, the thought, the goal, whatever it is. So charms attract amulet more protect and ward off. So the concept of amulets, talismans, charms, it's been around for a very, very, very long time. Historically, the human need for protection has made these almost a universal concept. However, it has always had many different names or versions over the years. I mean, every uh, different culture has called it different things and had different examples for it really I think examples is what I want materials different items whatever so the items used for this like I said have changed over the years with different beliefs and traditions uh, when I was younger a four-leaf clover or a rabbit's foot were like the biggest charms there were everyone had one uh, everyone carried a fucking rabbit's foot keychain and now looking back I'm like that's fucking morbid um, that we were all just walking around with like you know dead animal carcass parts on our keys. I didn't even have fucking keys at like six and I had a rabbit's foot. I thought it made me witchier because, you know, I couldn't tell anybody who I was, you know, I'd be like, quiet and can't talk about this shit, but I was like, cool, a rabbit's foot, like, oh my god, like, I've seen a witch have this in a, in a TV show or something and, yeah, it was crazy, but lay, literally laying out back in my backyard, because where my, where I grew up, my mom still lives like that. She, it's a block away from my house. It's still the same house, same property, everything. Behind it is a big field, and it's like the ball diamond is back behind there as well. So it's not like a field of flowers. It's literally just a grass field where people park during ball games and so on. But there are just clovers all over. And I remember laying in the grass as a kid, the, my back getting sunburned all the fuck, my back and shoulders from just laying out there digging through the grass trying to find a four-leaf clover and I found one every year right away I was always really good at finding them and I would find that one and I would make sure that first one was so special I would keep it and then I'd make one for my mom and my sister and for everybody and I cried when I would lose it like if I lost my four-leaf clover I cried because I was like this is just it this is horrible like everything's gonna be just so bad and everything's gonna be horrible like you know my horrible at the time of being like six is that like She-Ra was going to be a rerun that week instead. That kind of shit was how, you know, my quote-unquote horrible life then and what I was so worried about. But yeah, same thing. Often people have a sentimental item that keeps, you know, that they keep like a security blanket. A lot of people have like, you know, their baby blankets and things they keep for security reasons, like for protection. And those are more like your amulets. Uh, something to keep you safe from things you know that security blanket just makes you feel better makes you feel like you are secure because you're holding a blankie and it's a blankie you've had since you were a baby and a lot of people still take their security blankets or quote-unquote baby blankets to college with them even some when they move on to their first apartment or home or whatever they take it with them because that is their that is their safety spot that is their home that is their feeling that is you know what what makes them feel safe so, like, like I said, you know, growing up, we all had different forms, but universally, they were all 
the same basis or concept and would just make us feel better overall. So aside from the enchanting and bestowment upon ambulance and charms, you're also representative of the inherent powers of the object itself or the uh, theme or the style or the shape even, uh, the look. There's so many different aspects that go into it. So let's uh, break it down. And I'm going to try not to say so, so many times, but it's um, it's a real issue and I'm, I'm working on it. So like I said, yeah, ah, damn it. This basically means um, if you fashion an animal in the shape of something specific, it becomes a manifestation of what the object represents or the animal. An amulet, not an animal. Son of a bitch. I had animal in my brain because that's part of the talk. Let me restate. So that means <coughs> fuck. if you fashion an amulet or a charm, in the shape of something specific, it becomes a manifestation of what that object represents, what that shape represents, what that animal represents, what that item represents. Based and I'm here I say so, but I'm thinking no, don't say so, but that's what I literally have in my notes. So ah. so now if you can harness the power of other things and kind of boost the enchantment of your amulet or your charm. And I think that that is where you get to have a lot of fun with this with charms and amulets because you have a lot of options as to number one what do you want it to be what is the point of it what is your focus what is the conceptual goal behind this item do you want protection do you want to attract something once you figure out which one you want then you can go on to what is it that you want what do you want protection from Anything like a specific type of protection? What do you want uh, specifically to attract? What type of feeling are you trying to get? And then you can go into little things that you want to add on to it. It's kind of like a buffet and, or taco bar. Let's do that. It's like a taco bar. You have your basins, your taco, which is the shell, the same per se. So the shell is the object. And then you get to pick the meat that goes in. Do you want a chicken taco, a beef taco, a fish taco, a fucking, I don't know if they make pork tacos, shrimp tacos. I don't fucking know what kind of tacos there are. I just like regular tacos from Taco Bell. I like authentic Mexican tacos um, from the food truck that I ate in Arizona. Um, so I don't really know like what different varieties of tacos there are. But this was not a really good metaphor, but y'all get my point. Anyway. So the shell is the whole concept of the amulet or the charm, whichever one you're trying to do. Then you pick your meat, which is what your concept is. What are you trying to do? What is the goal? And then you can sprinkle on some different things like some cheese might be a little bit of protection from this and some lettuce might be a little bit of attraction from this. And I don't know if you're like me, I like to have black olives to my tacos, spice it up a little bit. So I add some black olives just to kind of give it a little boost and a little extra charm and another fucking extra different area of some sort. The metaphor went completely wrong, but you get what I'm saying. You can make it all into one. Think of like the charm bracelets everyone used to wear in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. It was a whole epidemic. Everyone wore fucking charm bracelets you went. And you got, there's two different kinds. The one that were, was like all um, solid and each little link had a, its own little uh, 
icon or depiction or sticker or agreement or something on the link itself that was for whatever. So if you were a mom, you might have, you know, a picture, a fucking depiction of a child or a mama bear or you like Coke, like the drink Coke, not the snort Coke. You like um, fucking dogs. You might have a paw print. Something like that that represented who you were. And these were charm bracelets that I wore in this. The link was just a bunch of different pictures or depictions or things that represented you. The second set was an actual fucking bracelet with little charms hanging off of them. And so it sounded like fucking bangles from the 80s like this. Every time, I don't know if you can hear that very well. It sounded like the every time you move it a hundred times louder and it was like metal clinking. It sounded like your keys, like keychain shit. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to make sound effects like a fucking working. But you get the point. And there were all these little charms hanging off and then people were losing them left, right, and center. There's fucking charms. You just walk somewhere in public and there's fucking charms laying all over the goddamn place. There's fucking everywhere because they fell off. And then they just kind of go away. So it's the same concept as that, only we're not going to be tacky. I'm so sorry if I offended you if you were a fan of those. We all were, but if you're still wearing them, you know, um, uh, yeah, bless me, I guess. I don't really know what to say. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but also, like, they're just not my style. It's like Crocs. I fucking hate Crocs. I think they're ugly as fuck. People love them. People love them. Some people hate them in public, love them at home. I think they're comfortable. I do. I just think they're ugly as fuck, so... There we go. I don't own a pair. Won't own a pair. I've wore a pair of knockoff Crocs that were solid as like slippers. So it's how I know they're like quote unquote comfortable, but I just, not my thing. Anyway, you get the, the point of what I'm trying to say. Um, the charms, no. That that fad is over. You want to do it? Be you, boo. You're killing it. But I, I don't. But we're doing it in a different way this time. For us, we are going to fashion charms, female and talisman in a way that we are comfortable, the way that we are happy, the way that we feel most connected to it and most connected to its ability to work and to do what it is meant to do. So that is, uh, like I said, where all the fun comes in because we get to be really choosy and really, how's the word I'm looking for? Creative, creative, creative. That is the word, that's the word I'm looking for. And it isn't always an option to reshape an object. I will say that. So if you have a crystal, you know that this crystal has the powers that you want it to have. You, it has, it stands for what you want. It is the, it'll be the main focus of your amulet. And that's fine. You got some options. You can add to it. You can just simply take the crystal and chant it for what you're wanting it to be for. And that just be simply your amulet or your charm or whatever it is. Or you can take it and you can add to it. You can do different things. Like I said, you can't necessarily change the shape of this crystal. I mean, unless you have like the tools to grind it down and shape it, but you can create it in a design of the other things. So you can add things to it. You can put it in a cage on a necklace or something, however you're going to do it. If you're going to make it to a keychain, whatever your choice is of how you're going to do it. But you can add things to it in a stylization. So you can add like a fucking bird pendant if you're wanting to do something that connects with that, with like freedom and, you know, soaring on and growth and things like that. You have options. 
but if you are simply going to only be able to do one item you just need to take this crystal that you can't reshape and turn into what it is that's fine too just know that you can fashion shit out you can make a bracelet with different ones and different things you can make it into a centerpiece you can make it into something that you keep in your pocket you can do so many things literally options are endless here it just takes a little bit of creativity and you know what it doesn't have to look pretty unless you are really worried about that and it's something that world's going to see you want to make sure everybody sees it you're going to wear it proudly which is 100 awesome i think that's fucking great i love it i stand behind you i will tell you it looks kick-ass even if it doesn't because it's going to make you feel better and i hope you do the same to me but you can also hide it it can be something you carry in your pocket and your bra something you have in your home that is set around that nobody even knows what it is or what it's for you can have it hidden in an area you can have it underneath something your options are honestly limitless. You just have to be creative, use your imagination, and don't be afraid to get a little crazy with it. We just really have a lot of options, especially if you get creative. So depending on the type of amulet or charm uh, you're going you're going for, you excuse me, you can have a combination of different themes uh, to draw again extra powers. You can have a lot of variety here going on going forward. Um, just so 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 many different options to go with here i think it can be so much fun i really that's one thing i really do like is when i when i make bracelets i usually do a lot uh, or have a lot of requests for amulets they want things for protection 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 and a lot for charms because they want you know to attract 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 i also get requests for both so when that happens, especially if I'm doing like a bracelet with beads, I will do specific crystals for the beads or specific things. I will enchant them all separately. A group of, you know, tiger's eye for protection and a group of, you know, whatever else for whatever it is, you know, like the, they wanted to do a loved one, but also protect their heart at the same time, which is also very tricky. So rose gold and uh, tiger's eye you got to be a little careful you got to really work on your shades there for those to look really good together but it's possible i like to go with the darker tiger's eye to do that with like the darker shades of the beads and then do a lighter shade of the uh, rose quartz i just think it looks so much prettier but i will enchant the tiger's eye for protection and make that as the amulet part and then i will enchant the oh that was weird i will enchant the rose quartz part for charming to attract love and happiness and things like that so you just have to really play around with it and if you're really nervous start out slow start out with just you know one or the other don't if, you, if you're really really worried about it just start out with either an amulet or a charm without trying to do both and just work your way slowly and then you can start adding to it as you go just remember to enchant them both separately so, uh, you can like can add charms and amulets boost them together or to boost you've got like said options so natural items like stones crystals wood pieces of tree branches etc they all have natural powers already in them so these kind of add an extra boost to your work so again we're going back to the crystals but you don't have to just use those you can literally use anything um you can straight up use a fucking candle if you want you can literally make a candle to be your fucking amulet that you 
have in your home, nobody's gonna know what the fuck it is for, except for you and whoever else you talk with. Once you've done your enchantment on it, you've made it, you've set it, you've got the intentions going, it's yours, it's ready to go. You can add to that by having different pieces around it. And again, if you double it up and you add crystals to it, then you're using the natural power of the crystal as well as the enchantment that you put on the crystal to make like a double down wonderful situation here. Uh, if you, you know, if you find a natural item in the shape of something specific, it may also take on powers of that shape represented as well. So if you find a crystal that is shaped like a heart, bam, there you go. That we all know those properties. We've talked about them in many episodes. So heart, obviously, we know love, compassion, um, calmness, all those things, serenity, peace, all of that adds into, because it's heart-shaped, so, but it also gives it that little extra push in favor of, how am I trying to say this? Of boosting whatever you put on it as well. So it's not just the natural power of it that's boosted, but because it is a natural item and you're adding your enchantment to it, it's just going to have like a super boost, really. So don't be afraid to, you know, look for natural, look to nature for inspiration. Look for natural things out there. If you're not really sure what to do, go outside, take a walk out in the woods. Just even walk around your block. There's shit literally outside everywhere feathers laying out there pine cones little pieces of bark that fell off that actually look pretty fucking cool or may literally have some kind of shape to it already don't be scared to look to nature don't be scared to be creative to have a little fun with it so i think that you guys are going to uh, make some killer fucking amulets and charms and i really hope you guys share them when you do because I always love seeing those and I think it's going to be really super inspirational for other people you're probably wondering <laughs> how to make the amulet what what does each thing mean well you know what let's go ahead and take a little break and then we will talk about all the different types of designs and uh, shapes and styles and all the things and what they represent and how it can help boost you and then we'll explain how to make them do the enchantments, all that shit. We'll do it. So let's go ahead and do the little ad and get that out of the way. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And we're back. All right. Now we've covered all the basics. Let's talk about the correlation of different objects and styles and shapes and designs and add-ons and all of those wonderful enhancements that we can do to get the most bang for our buck um per se we're not actually talking about money part but 
the most we can get out of our amulet or our charm by Alright, Sky's decided she needs to get into every fucking thing in here that she knows she's not supposed to. But the most that we can get out of our our items here. So, these are in alphabetical order, sort of, and this is obviously not a complete list because literally you can make it with anything in the entire fucking universe that you choose. These, uh, this is a list of more of common items, more items that have been used in the past, uh, traditional items, styles, shapes, just things that are really well known for use in diamonds and charms. So, uh, first, acorn. So, acorn represents new beginnings, rebirth, strength, um, strength of purpose, if you have for a specific reason. Um, like, if you are literally enchanting it for strength of mental strength or physical strength or strength of willpower, whatever, you can literally guide it towards whatever you want there. Um, you can anoint it with musk oil and carry it with you to attract the opposite sex. Or you can anoint it with three drops of pine oil during the waxing moon and, excuse me, and bury it in your yard or your garden close to the front door and excuse me, as close as the front door as possible, and this is to increase income. This is an example, I, I split that one up as an example of different ways that you can, sorry, I'm not a fucking car. You can do it with taking it with you, or, you know, something you carry, or placing it in an area. You can bury it by the front door, obviously, to attract things, and this is a way for you to, um, to represent it not being something like that you wear on you, on your person, but it doesn't have to be buried. It could be something that you set in the family room, for instance, or whatever room. That was just an example of doing different things. So, anchor. Anchor represents stability, grounding, hope, uh, salvation. It's an obvious strong ties to the sea. It's often used to protect against physical harm. An ankh is the Egyptian cross of life. It's known as a key to spiritual wisdom and hidden mysteries. It represents life force and creative energy. It's a strong symbol of protection. It provides health, abundance, and knowledge. It gives power over the temporal world. So, as I'm going through these, keep in mind, you can use it for either or. It can be a charm or it can be an amulet. It really just depends on if you're trying to protect or ward off or you're trying to attract and you can use it as both and at the end I'll explain how you can do with both when I talk about all the steps to it an ant a lot of people uh, really find ants as a really wonderful way to uh, <clears throat> bestow upon them hardworking qualities as a symbol of working hard because the ant as a fucking worker. I mean, we have all seen National Ge Geographic type things where it shows like the ant lifting a fucking piece of wood, like it's lifting weights, like it's a barbell. It's so fucking cute. But they can lift so much more times their body weight that it has become a, a wonderful symbol of hard work and strength and resilience. Um, placing an ant on your altar or something in the shape of an ant or the form of an ant on your altar will attract career growth and opportunities. Again, it also attracts um, hardworking qualities and, and 
on you. Sorry, my gosh. My words are really hard coming out today. Head of an antelope. It dates back to 4500 BCE. It is one of the oldest forms of an amulet. It's associated with um, originality of speed and with evil as the god Seth. Uh, its powers are regenerative. It signifies transcendency or transcending sorry overcoming things especially fears and relating to death antelopes like i said that is a symbol as old as fucking time at this point it is very very dated back and the fact that it was used for so many different reasons and really had a a standing um Reputation for being really well known and really um, effective. Fuck, I could not think of the word. Antlers. So, a lot of people have different emotions about antlers. I um, am not one for killing animals. I know a lot of people hunt for food and such things like that. I don't like the idea of displaying um, a deer head like that that you shot and killed. I think I have my own opinions. You guys can have yours, obviously, clearly. But when it comes to antlers, if they are left behind, you guys know, you've seen the videos, I'm sure you've heard me, remember me talking about going out and looking for um, bones out in the woods behind my husband works and we always find a lot of deer bones. I have a skull. I don't have any antlers yet. Uh, I, well, I found somebody, gave them to somebody else who really, really wanted them. Uh, it's not something that I'm going to go kill an animal, just have their antlers, but shit. Antlers in most cultures are respected and they are a sign of power. Um, a lot of people respect the power of the antlers. Uh, this is a sign of power over nature. Uh, it's very sacred to the horned god and res- represents fruitfulness. So if you are wanting to do some type of charm or amulet in your home, have your amulet or your antlers on display and no one would know that those were an amulet or charm besides you and whoever you tell so it's kind of cool an anvil represents physical strength primal force of nature as it manifests it is connected to all of the thunder gods arrowhead uh, carried it protects you against enemy or protects aware sorry Protects against enemies, bad luck, hexes, jealousy, evil spirits, and all negative forces. Um, it's used to prevent burglars, burglar, why is that hard? Burglars? Robbers, fuck. <laughs> so put an arrowhead under your front door or your doormat, and that will help protect you from robbers, and then the B word that I get fuck to say. Asps. Asps. Basically, snake. Uh, it's an antique word for snake. Egypt is an Egyptian symbol of royalty. It boosts personal advancement. It's a sign to be respected. And it provides protection, especially from those in authority. If you are having trouble with your boss, or with the cops or keep fucking with you, or you're having issues with someone who is above you in any way, shape, or form, or just someone with authority that just wants to a dick and throw that around this would be a wonderful amulet for protection against that I have an amazing asp snake somewhere asp snake ring sorry um, it's in my jewelry box actually I know it's in one of two 
jewelry boxes. It's a giant copper ring, like a dark copper. It's beautiful, best picture. It's just too big for my finger because when I got it, my fingers were much fatter and it fits really well in the morning, but then by afternoon, it does not fit that well uh, because it's super big and loose. But when I wake up, my fingers are like really swollen for some reason. So if I just pop my knuckles 105 times a day, it will stay big and it'll stay on. My mom always used to tell me, don't pop your knuckles, it's gonna make your fingers fat and big, and it kinda did. I don't know if that's just arthritis in them though. I don't know, it could be wrong. An axe is very similar to arrowheads. It represents the chief, the divine leader. It represents the spiritual journey and power of all sorts for us. Um, over the last few hundred years, the axe has been exchanged for and or replaced by the sword. I don't know how I feel about that. To me, I like the axe. I also like the sword. And for me, I feel like they have similar meanings, but I don't think that I would um, take the sword over that. I don't know. I think it would just depend on the actual thing I'm doing and the whole theme of it all first. A badger. A lot of people have um, little shaped crystals of badgers. I never knew that was a thing until we were at this crystal shop and they had a bunch of them and I was just kind of taken aback because it just wasn't something I'd seen a lot of, but apparently a, a lot of people really go for a crystal-shaped badger. It's a sign of courage, balance of negativity and positivity, living a successful life in the underworld. Find out all kinds of things, I'm telling you. Bamboo, something that is very easy for people to get and Honestly, you can do a lot with bamboo. I know you can't like reshape it a whole lot, but you can design it, you can draw on it, you can add things to it. So bamboo really opens up a lot of options for you. Bamboo represents truth, integrity, and lasting friendships. It's a symbol of wisdom and health, especially in old age. And it's a great amulet for business. So if you are starting a new business or you have a business, Adding a uh, bamboo amulet somewhere in your business as a dec decoration, some type of decor, add some stuff to it. Wonderful for success in your business. Um, it might, I guess it would be more like a charm, but also an amulet. You get what I'm saying. Bats. Bats, bats, bats. We love bats. Creature of the night signifies long-lasting life. In Chinese folklore, five bats symbolize five blessings. Wealth, health, love, sorry, love of virtue, old age, and natural death. Ideal to be used in educational matters and brings good fortune. Bear is the guardian of the world. It represents inner knowledge and healing. The bear is a quote-unquote watcher. As an amulet, it calls on the protection of the protection of the energy from the whole bear clan so you got like the whole ass den of bears watching over you and you use bear as the name one beads obviously i use beads for a lot of things we all have crystal beads bracelet things and whether it be crystal or wood it takes on obviously the powers and the magic of its naturalness um, you know whatever it may be tiger's eye amethyst quartz or wood if you're using wood bees, whatever type of wood it is. Um, it carries the power and energy of the type, like I said, the type that it is, and really adds that boost to it. Excuse me. 
You have really unlimited options of combinations. You can add crystal beads to other amulets and add to add extra boost. You can mix and match. You can add different varieties. You can keep them all the same. Really, when we get into beads and adding them to things, it really can just boost the fuck out of your amulet or your charm and just add a lot to it because one bead is still very fucking powerful and you can add a lot of different beads to things and just really have some super serious shit going on honestly i mean i, I love my beads i love my crystal beads i love making bracelets with them i like making keychains i just like having the option that no matter what i'm feeling that day i've got a crystal bracelet ready to go a beta bracelet ready for the day that whatever's happening bees you guys know i i, I love bees i've got you know, the bee tattoo thing going on on my thigh i've got like a whole hype going on with different bees we're gonna add a bunch more i love it b stands for immortality and the soul it is known to be a messenger of the gods it brings wealth through inspiration and intuition. Birds. Birds symbolize our quest for the utmost potential and freedom. The ATV's going by, sorry. It protects us on long journeys and provides safe travel. Buffalo. I think I have seen a lot of buffalo charms more out towards the, uh, the west coast a lot more I don't really see them as much here in the midwest but as, the further west you get I do see a lot more uh, especially when we were out in Arizona we stopped at several little shops along the way and the buffalo work was just amazing to see they were adding little buffaloes to everything, crystal buffaloes little metal buffaloes added into um, some different jewelry and things like that and it really does give it a very strong and very what's the word I'm looking for very protective type feeling to it it's really cool but bulls represent I'm sorry buffaloes I don't know where the hell I was switching the bull there buffaloes but bulls are also a lot of things too they possess great strength it represents the great spirit it's something used to represent death in a lot of things and it's used to protect us from harm bulls Honestly, bulls and buffaloes are a lot of common, like commonality when it comes to the animal being on items and like jewelry and decor and everything. I, I see like, so I remember being out there and they'd have multiple options for like the same bracelet, right? But they would have um, different charms hanging off of them. And it was always like the same three. It was a buffalo, a bull, and a bird. I don't know what it was with bees, but those were your options for almost every piece of jewelry from this one little stand area. It was really interesting, and they're very beautiful pieces, but bulls increase fertility in women, virality in men. Uh, you can wear one or place it under your bed before, you know, getting it on or, uh, you know, trying to make that baby, and it will really help your odds. Butterfly. Who doesn't love a beautiful butterfly? They're a widely known symbol of the psyche and the soul. They represent the continuous cycle of life, death, and resurrection. They boost joy, laughter, pleasure. My voice is going out, I think, guys. Cattle, very similar to bull um, in a lot of ways. Self-knowledge, spiritual enlightenment, and attract wisdom. 
strong symbol of protection and represents the doorway to knowledge and power. I'm sorry, castle. Jesus, fuck, I can't read my own writing. I was like, why did I say bull and cattle? It's fucking dumb. Again, a more professional podcaster would have stopped, erased, and re-recorded, but nope. I just, I know, what I fucked up. Castles. Which, actually, I think a castle, to me, a castle is not about, like, the protection part as much as it does not have the moat around it. The protection for me is the moat. <laughs> so, I know I'm fucking weird, but when I was little, there was this cartoon, and the bad guy lived in a castle, and he had a moat around it. And I swear, watching back, like, so you gotta think this was, like, the 80s when I was little. And in the cartoon, sometimes the moat would be like, oh, on TV, it'd be like a couple inches wide, so it'd be a couple, what, yards wide? And then the next frame, or the next part where it goes back to showing the castle, it'd be like fucking, like a football field wide, and then go back to being like half and wide. It was just so funny, because I remember that moat changed its sizes depending on how bad the, the bad guy that lived in the castle was. It was so fucking funny. So now all I associate when it comes to protection, because he was, he was always, you know, I had the moat there and talking about putting different things in the moat to protect them. And it, was, it seemed like the worse stuff he did, the wider the moat got and more full of shit than it was in there. Like alligators and I remember he even had the Loch Ness monster sticking out. Like his head was sticking out going around, which I didn't know until probably the 90s that it was supposed to be the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. Cats. So black cats represent mystery and darkness and obviously cats are a wonderful representation of a familiar for witches. Um, they bring good luck for witches and as an amulet they provide protection from the lunar goddess and her many, many forms. So when I say protection from, we're not protecting us from her. We are gaining protection from her. She is the one providing protection for us. Cosmic eggs. So these combine two very strong symbols. The serpent, which in, uh, sorry, intertwines around the egg. And that represents a cycle of life, birth, death, and rebirth. Um, it's universally recognized. So no matter where you're at, people are going to recognize that. It's a symbol of health and fertility. And all eggs provide protection. Just that is... So if you just were looking for an explanation of an egg or something, an egg shape, eggs are just wonderful for all-around protection. A crescent, uh, more like the moon tide crescent, not like a crescent roll, but I guess you can use a crescent roll to represent a crescent and the moon if you want, because it's fucking crescent, so... Represents sex, success and love, not sex, success and love promotes good motherhood uh, points <clears throat> excuse me the points should always point right it's connected to the moon but the bearer under the protect excuse me it is connected to the moon which puts the bearer under the protection of the goddess it puts us in touch with their or puts the person or whatever in touch with their feminine and emotional side and I really think that more and more men need to 
understand how fucking strong the moon is and the moon's power. And I only say this because I watched a TikTok the other day. I ended up somehow, I ended up on a fucked up side of TikTok. And this guy was going on, um, talking about women. If she's got a moon necklace on, she's crazy and uh, she's too much of a feminist and you need to look for the women who have the sun on them wearing a sun necklace or have a you know symbol of a sun or going on and on, on about uh, women who use the moon emoji versus the sun emoji and how the sun emoji women are more dominant or, excuse me they're more likely to be dominated they're more submissive because they understand that the sun is the ruler and that it is in charge and the sun being masculine then there's a whole situation like this dude was a total fucking douchebag but he was going on and on, and people in the comments were like, I will never, like, the moon is just pussy shit, blah, blah, and I'm like, what, where the fuck am I at? Like, what side of TikTok is this? Because it's people who are talking like they understand that the moon is more feminine and the sun is more masculine. So y'all understand that concept, but then at the same time you don't and it just took a hard left turn somewhere and went out in fucking left field we don't know what the fuck's happening it was very very confusing I was really hoping it was satire but the rest of the stuff on this guy's page was not satire so I really think he was legitimately just a dick but it made me think like I did not realize there were that many men who were so wrong about that subject. So that's where the that whole I wish men understood the, the power of the, the men a little more. But it's me. So crosses. Crosses are protection from the devil, from evil. They're found in many forms in like the Ankh and the Maltese cross, etc. Um, it's thought to restore good health. Not, excuse me. I thought it was going to be really loud with the ATV. It's not as well known not as well known as the fact that it stands for union of opposing things like spirit and matter, positivity and negativity, male and female, sacred and secular, and it's also the coming together of planes of existence, of all planes of existence. It's, it's very interesting. Most people just think of it as like the cross and Jesus and Christianity and things like that. So um, it's often most used to represent the balance and balance state manifestation in the physical world but I really prefer the onk over regular cross if I'm adding it to my uh, my charms or anything I'm going to wear that's visible to people is when people see me with a cross on like a regular standard cross they think I'm doing it as a joke and I'm being sacrilegious and it's just like a whole situation so I just avoid cross like regular crosses as much as possible because it's just easier than having them someone think I'm just being a dick about it. which that hasn't happened in a very long time so I don't really worry about it but moving forward crows crows significant signify justice and fairness and in some cultures the creation negativity, which I don't really believe, or, you know, it's not one of my beliefs, but some cultures, they think crows are really negative. The crown, 
like, you know, not like a collar and crown, but like a crown you wear on your head, like a tiara type crown, represents victorious strength, and marks authority and rulership, and it signifies rec recognition and renewal, a reward of success. Deer stands for compassion and grace. Dogs, loyalty, guardianship, protection. Dolphins, wise and happy. Exploration of deep emotion and psychic ability and safe traveling. Doves represent the soul, the life, the spirit, and the transfiguration. Protects against death, fire, and lightning. Brings peace and tranquility. And it signifies communication and Dragons. Dragons represent loyalty. Sorry, royalty. <laughs> royalty and riches. Sorry, man, I'm having a really hard time with my throat. A dragon knows. Dragon knows the unseen to many universal riddles. It knows like the answers and unseen forces behind all these cool riddles. Dragons are thought to be like keepers of the answers of crazy shit. It's a symbol of heaven, the sun, and the essence of nature. They're going to cause upon the qualities of the elements of fire. Dragonflies represent imagination and breaks through illusion, gaining knowledge through dreams. I love a good dragonfly. They are so pretty, and I actually used to have an amazing amulet, or I'm sorry, a charm that I had that I would add to whatever I needed. It was just kind of like an extra boost, and I lost it. I don't know. I think it just kind of fell off one day, and I was really bummed because I can't find anything like that. I'm pretty sure I got it uh, at like a little stand thing, kind of like the festival I was talking about in the beginning, but years and years and years ago. It was handmade, and it's just, it was so gorgeous and beautiful, and I lost it. I loved finding another one like it. An eagle represents expectations of power and spiritual philosophy, a good fortune, spiritual aspirations, a fan, protection and safety, lunar symbol for life unfolding. I like those little Chinese hand fans. I think those are so cool. And as little, I used to always get them and walk around like I was fancy shit. I was hot shit with my little fan. Feathers are symbols of the wind and the soul's journey to the other realms represent truth, knowledge, and power. Uh, they're seen as omens of good fortune and they help with gains and skill through strength. I'm sorry. I had to pause there for a second because my contact literally just flipped the fuck out of my eye. I don't know what's happening today. Today's just been weird all the way around. Let me say that last part again. Feathers are are seen as omens and of good fortune, and they help with gains of skill more than gains of strength. Big difference there. Fish. Fish represent mother, mother's fertility, fertility, sorry, and procreation. Represent psyche, intuition, and unconsciousness represents gracefulness and going with the flow of things. Love it. Flowers. Wonderful, wonderful things to use as charms. Represent manifestation of developing life in nature. Represents spring and beauty. It's 
signifies successful completion, both in personal and professional life. Four-leaf clover, I talked about that earlier. Ooh. Love a four-leaf clover. It is my go-to. It is my old school, my number one charm when I was a kid. My first charm, my charm of my life. My love, my first and, you know, most powerful charm. I just... I just have a deep connection to four-leaf clovers, and I think it's just because it was the one thing that I could go and pick, and it was universally seen as good luck, so me picking it and making it my good luck charm for the witchy side of me that I had to pretend that I wasn't, that I had to hide at six, and younger even, really sticks with you. You know, it's that one thing that will always be there. Actually, I have a four-leaf clover tattooed on me behind my neck. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It needs to be touched up really bad. Uh, this was like my fourth or fifth tattoo. Very few I had at the time. Uh, it wasn't done very well, but it's got all four of our initials uh, for me, Travis, Mason, Bub, in there. And it's just something that I uh, love. And then somebody told me it represented the Aryan Brotherhood. And I was like, well, fuck. Um, that's not good. That's not what it means for me. So... Yeah, it's a whole situation. Now I feel like I have to hide it with my hair because when people think that I'm like a racist piece of shit, but I don't know. So it is what it is. I love it. People who know me know I've definitely helped that person, so it's fine. Anyway, four leaf clovers. They are for luck and good fortune. If an actual clover, if it's an actual clover, it is said to be the most powerful of all natural amulets. So if you're using the actual, you find a four-leaf clover and you pick it and you carry it with you. It is said to be the most powerful of all the natural ones. If you do something in the shape of a four-leaf clover or like, like you know, a crystal piece or whatever it is or you fashion it in style like that, it's still strong and powerful, but it's not as powerful as an actual four-leaf clover. And the leaves all actually represent something. Leaf one is for fame. Leaf two is for wealth. Leaf three is for faithful love. And leaf four is for health. Fox. They represent elusiveness, agility, cleverness, and even deviousness. So if you gotta do something a little bit, you know, not so wonderful. Maybe, you know, the slightness of a fox there. Frogs. Promote friendship and reconcile with enemies. Increase fertility and virility. They are a symbol of life, potential life, health, and strength. Fruit in general, any kind of fruit, is represented representing nature's harvest, earthly fulfillment, worldly desires, and the cycle of life. Garlic is one of the oldest and most famous natural amulets. Uh, witches and shamans use it for healing energies, sorry, for healing energies and of course for protection against vampires, but not just like blood-sucking vampires, like energy vampires and emotional vampires and narcissistic asshole type people slash vampires. Garlic is really wonderful for that too. We don't always want to smell like garlic, so doing some type of garlic fashioned thing, something in the shape of a garlic, or 
small piece of clothes. You've got a lot of options. You can add to things. You can just make something in the form of it. You don't have to just straight up take a garlic clove and make that your amulet that you carry in your bra with you all day long. It's okay. Griffin, strongly protective symbol. Huge, huge symbol for protection. Represents moral fortitude and physical strength. The hammer, of course, is powerful manifesting symbol. It signifies victory over enemies and obstacles. The hair of the rabbit is a strong connection to the moon. Uh, regeneration, fertility, rebirth. It's good for new enterprises. A hawk represents all-seeing, perception, observations, protection, and focus on your life. Heart obviously represents love and devotion, and it really represents our soul. Uh, a lot of people believe that our heart is our soul. You know, we put those together a lot. My heart and my soul. Heart and soul into things. Horse represents freedom, stability, courage, persuasion of the horse goddess Epona. And I'm sure I just fucking mispronounced that, but I'm really, really sorry. You guys know I just suck at pronouncing words. I think it has a lot to do with my dyslexia. It just my, I will see words and letters and just not put them in the right order. That's fine. Hummingbirds represent pleasure, fierce warrior, and spiritual vibration. A horseshoe always always has represented luck um, in many aspects. It represents a connection with the moon, the jaguar, wisdom and focused power, protection and encouragement. Uh, keys. Now, keys are something I really, really love to use as amulets or charms. Um, they are wonderful because, number one, they're just a great de- decoration in general. Number two, we all have to carry car key or keys for a house, a car, or apartment, whatever it is. A lot of us carry fucking key on us. You can actually, you can use like your actual fucking key and turn it into your charm or whatever. Or you can buy like skeleton keys or design keys or just any kind of fucking key. You can buy a fucking blank key from um, hardware stores or Walmart even. Like you just go to where they make the keys and be like, yes, I like to buy a blank key, please. It may look at you a little funny, but it doesn't really matter. Or you can just be, take a random key and be like, oh, hey, can I have this key made? Pick whatever key that you like, the way it looks, and use that one. You have so many options. But they represent health, wealth, and love, birth and death, beginnings and endings, new opportunities, initiation, and wisdom, and represents life itself. So keys are literally just a wonderful go-to item, and they can work for so many a knot is, um, it represents perfect union, but it is also literally the perfect thing for an amulet for protection of many, many forms. And you could take it, take it a step further if you look up like different knots and literally tie something in a knot in like a specific knot, like a sailor's knot or whatever, I don't know all the knots. I mean, there's a lot of fucking knots, but you can even add that extra bit of it by using that type of knot. So say you're a sailor or you're going in the sea or the ocean or a cruise or whatever, a knot amulet in the form of a fucking sailor's knot or something like a nautical knot, whatever, would be a wonderful form of protection from the sea travel or while you're on a cruise or whatever, if you're on the ocean or you're surfing, whatever, you get what I'm saying, you go on the line down, not 
perfect and it's simple and no one's really going to know what the fuck it is. So a lot of these things you have to consider, especially if you're in the broom closet or if you're making for some, this for someone else who may not be a witch at all, but may also just kind of be like borderline or maybe somebody just wants you as their witch friend or family member to create something for protection for them. This would be a great thing because number one, nobody's really going to know what the fuck it is. They're just going to know that they have a knot or it's something that's easily hid, but it's just a wonderful, wonderful form of protection. Lanterns or lamps, divine light, spiritual power, guidance and protection. A leaf represents growth, rejuvenation, hope, uh, revival of energy, recovery, prosperity and business. A lion, obviously nobility and pride, represents the sun, courage and spark of life. A lizard creates visions and has a sense of spirit in all forms. I like that. It's also wonderful for sight. Uh, again, with like the visions, kind of boosting your clairvoyance, your intuition, your second sight, your ESP, your third eye, all those things. Lotus or lily, a very, very, very powerful symbol of serenity and perfection and calmness and freedom from worry. Yo, I just got a new lotus ring today at that festival, and I'm telling you, I have already felt some changes, even though I haven't even enchanted the damn thing yet, so loving that. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful piece to use for an amulet. Links. Links, links, links. They're the keeper of secrets and very instinctive wisdom. I don't know <laughs> off the top of my head what a lynx looks like. I'm literally sitting here trying to think, uh, what the fuck a lynx looks like? And I just completely forgot it. So I have to look it up after this because my brain is tired. Mushrooms. I think mushrooms are cute as shit. And I love that, like, the 70s mushroom pattern of things is coming back into style. It's just super cute. And it reminds me a lot of, like, my grandma. It's just cool shit. But anyway... Mushrooms are a wonderful symbol of hidden wisdom, mystic power, they're ruled by the moon, and they just bring happiness. Owls. An owl charm increases wisdom and good luck. It brings knowledge from hidden places, knowledge of mysteries. I love it. Peacock. It's a solar emblem. Represents long life and... Endurance. I was like, what the fuck is that? I can't even literally read my own writing. Immortality. Wisdom from the tail eye. Oh, from the tail's eyes. Like the little eyes on the tails. I was like, the tail eyes. The eyes that are in the tail, they bring some kind of wisdom. So if you use an actual peacock feather, it's wonderful because no one's going to know what it is. And it's a wonderful charm to kind of boost to your space, your altar, your home, your kitchen, your office, whatever. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. One of my former employees actually um, lives on a farm and has tons of animals and she brought me a peacock feather and I instantly used it. Um, I enchanted it for a charm to bring wisdom and kind of some insight into work. Wonderful. Panther has a representation of feminine energy. It's great for protection, power, speed, and grace. The phoenix represents transformation and regeneration. 
the continuity of life, overcoming obstacles, opportunities, and benefits. And it represents the fire element as well. So you get all those qualities as well. And pineapple, fertility, excuse me, um, connection to the mother goddess, good fortune. If you turn it upside down, it represents something else to other people. Now we have some underage people, so I'm not going into that. You can Google it. You have Google. I just say I'm not part of that club. Um, it's cool. I'm down for anything. You do you. But there you go. Pine cone, you guys. I cannot stress enough how wonderful a little tiny pine cone, how wonderful an event, um, excuse me, of a charm it really makes because nobody really thinks much about a pine cone, especially around Yule. You can decorate with pine cones and you can enchant them for different things and put them around your house and no one is going to be the wiser as to what you are doing. But they are great for bringing abundance, health, wealth, power, brings the good things in life. Wonderful. Pyramids. Y'all, pyramids have some absolute fucking mystic power of their own anyway, but they bring power, excuse me, power to balance emotional qualities, they bring wisdom, Improves concentration, increases and re-energizes psych- energizes psychic power, and brings good luck. Rainbows represent the bridge between spiritual and physical worlds. They raise your consciousness. They are connected to your chakras. They represent transmutation. And they are wonderful for bringing in and attracting success and rewarding journeys. The Raven inner journeys and dreams, uh, messages and protection and represents mystery. Roses, femininity, earthly, um, earthly. (laughs) Sorry, I just read that and I was like, earthly what? Earthly possessions. I cannot read my fucking writing. Um, Completion and perfection and love. Scorpion, protection of all kinds. Scorpion is one of an older symbols that's used in amulets. I don't like people want to say ambulances. Maybe it's because the Badlands, which is off of Park in town, has a lot of um, events going on this weekend. They always have ambulances being called out there. So people are just getting hurt out there. It's so horrible. So sad. Anyway, continue. Scorpions are wonderful amulets for protection. They date way back. They have been used for years and years and years. Um, in fact, they would be used as amulets to protect against scorpion attacks. And people would take a dead scorpion and make it into an amulet way, way back when. So kind of kind of gruesome, kind of, you know, dark, but it is what it is. Skulls have been a wonderful representation of breaking chains of addiction. If you have ever had any issues with addiction, and it doesn't necessarily be like hard drug type addiction, it can be any kind of addiction. Skulls are a wonderful representation for that. They help kind of um, protect you against diving back in down that road, protect you against giving into your cravings, but they also attract willpower for you to break those chains of the addiction. So skulls can literally work in either way both ways at the same time as well so a wonderful thing to keep in mind snakes transformation that goes back to when we talked about asps same 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 qualities spider 
is a representation of fate and unexpected luck and money, which a lot of people are not aware of. The stag represents masculine power, symbolizes all that is natural, spiritual gifts, beauty, mystery, uh, and mystical signs. The sun is a sign of wealth, good health, success, and or fame. A swan is said to be a guide to dream down. It gives access to hidden parts of us. It brings in energy and power, and it is an instant. Oh, wow, that was weird. An instant on birthright. What the fuck did I write that? An instant on birthright. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, why I wrote that down, but apparently I had something else in my brain when I wrote that. So sorry. So sorry. You have to keep in mind that um, retrograde literally just ended. So I wrote my notes for this episode during retrograde, and that is not the best of times. Um, if you saw my TikTok video, I was talking about how I had like one more day of retrograde at that point, and how everything was just fucking weird, and how I was trying to come up with a plan to sage the entire fucking universe, the entire globe, at least the entire earth, and I did not succeed in that project but when I wrote this in my notes um, it was definitely towards the end of retrograde and now I understand why um, why it's such a fucking disaster <laughs> oh and my, it literally sounded so good when I write my notes for all this I'm like this is great stuff like I'm just coming up with everything I'm remembering all the things and now that I'm you know we are through and Mercury is direct, uh, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck, moving on, because we're almost there, the sword, sword, so we, like we talked about with the axe, they're getting interchangeable, I'm not sure I feel about that, but anyway, the sword is a symbol of justice and authority, powerful protection symbol, and it is a symbol of courage and strength as well, so it is a great symbol for protection, um, just depends on how you want to use it, Used for a lot of different things. A thunderbolt is a celestial represents sorry represents celestial fire, creative energy. It's literally endows you with the protection of Thor and the other sky gods, and it brings success and business. A torch or a flame is is what the fuck? Do you guys hear that? This is my my ceiling. Somebody's living in my attic. Travis thinks there's still a raccoon up there, but I think somebody's living in my fucking attic. Anyway, torture flame represents the spark of life. It's very simil- similar to a lantern or a lamplight we talked about earlier. It represents spiritual illumination and truth and fertility and prosperity and ties to fire, obviously. Trees. Trees represent interrelationships between spiritual and physical planes, birth, death, rebirth, life, knowledge, success, personal bliss, personal advancement, domestic happiness. Trees, you have a lot of options. Uh, Tree of life is one that comes to mind for a lot of things. And a lot of the jewelry you'll buy 
obviously has you can get with the tree of life symbol on it these are things that you can take that and you can turn that into a wonderful charm for you um and even to protect you against things uh, you, you have a lot of options and then you can add things to it as well to kind of boost it and give it a little more power turtles turtles represent the three planes of existence spiritual mental and physical it offers spiritual protection uh, a stimulation of creation and longevity and good fortune unicorns chastity and protection unicorn is actually a great symbol of protection i did not know that until last no 2021 so two years ago i just happened to come across a article talking about unicorns and all of the um, mythology connected to unicorns and then it went into this big spiel about how unicorns are a wonderful representation and manifestation for protection and i was like fuck and i didn't know that so I found that very interesting. Vultures are just straight out for protection, which you would think would be opposite because they go and eat dead things, but you know, maybe it's protecting against themselves like a, a reflection type thing. I don't know. Okay, I'm certain someone's living in my head. Oh wait, that's fireworks. Never mind, Jesus fuck. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a fucking dumbass. Wow. Let me go check. Alright, so I paused and did a little investigation. It is, in fact, a fireworks show and not someone living in my attic, as I had definitely thought it was. Could still be another spirit in the house that I'm not aware of, or the trickster spirit Jack, but um, those really loud noises were definitely fireworks. <laughs> That tells you the, uh, the stress and shit that I've had because, holy fuck, wow. My first thought went to, somebody's living in my fucking attic, but no, we're good. It's just fireworks for now. For now. All right, this turned into an incredibly long episode, and I'm really, really sorry, but I really wanted to share a lot of these um, meanings with you and types of... Uh, styles and everything what they mean we only have a couple more and then we're going to get into the um, making and all that shit of it. so uh vulture again for protection wolf earth wisdom knowledge and protection leader of the way quote unquote helps you find your way and things the wolf as a as a charm just kind of adds a little bit of extra what's the word I'm looking for initiative and courage that we need to lead our pack to set our path it's great for people who are in leadership roles people who are trying to get other people to follow along with them for good things like you know not trying to be like a fucking cult leader or anything but a, a good balance of things uh, people things like that's great for protection speed against power speed ag- good fucking lord speed agility and power I am done, y'all. The yin-yang, finally. Unification, all opposites. Balance, fairness, serenity. The yin-yang is a wonderful representation of coexisting, of peace, and just overall harmony. 
Again, you guys, your options are fucking limitless. There are so many combinations that you can make, things you can do, things you can make it out of, things you can make it in the form or style or shape of, lots and lots and lots and lots of fucking things to do. So now you're probably asking, what the fuck, how do I do it? You've told me all these things, how do I fucking enchant it? How do I do it? Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Very simple. First and most important thing, you need to choose your intention or your goal. What are you wanting to have happen? What are you trying to manifest? What is your outcome? What do you want this thing to do? This object that you're going to make, what do you want it to do? Once you figure that out, you need to figure out if you're wanting to attract or ward off something or both. And then you're going to find the object that best represents your goals, your intention, your manifestations, what you're trying to make happen. The thing is, you have so many options as far as, like I said, I just cannot repeat enough how many options you have. You can use fucking anything. You can use a fucking bookmark. You can use the ring on your finger. You can use anything, a piece of clothing, literally anything, anything. Cannot stress enough the parts of anything can be used for this. You just have to decide how big you want to go, how small you want to go, how extravagant you want it to be. Do you want to have different things? So start with your main focus. You choose your object that best correlates with that. Then you're going to cleanse it. Very, very important. Cleanse it. You want to charge it, enchant it. This part comes. Let's come to like the the fun part. So cleanse it, charges the object. We're gonna bless the object, enchant it. However you want to fucking call it, whatever. So this is where it gets a little bit creative on your side as well. You want to call upon any related deity that maybe relates to the object itself, the thing that you're doing, the spirit of the animal. Um, you can call upon the uh, just the universe in general. You can call upon the, the elements, earth, fire, air, water. You can call upon the gods of the north, south, east, west. literally anything that you feel connects to your manifestation, what you're trying to happen, your purpose, goal um, connects to the object itself the style whatever you feel correlates with your goal we're all going to have different things that we believe i may feel something pulls more towards one than the other it really is up to you to just kind of figure out what you want like i said you may have something that you feel is more connected to um, protection over people you work with whereas oh fuck sorry whereas I don't feel that that connection works for me but if you feel it and you feel like that is the deity or the item or the whatever go for it nobody can tell you what to feel or how you're supposed to feel you are the only one who can answer that question and I'm going to say my famous line there's no wrong way to be a witch so if you feel like calling on fucking Aphrodite to help you with fuck 
I don't know, friendship, you think that's, you find it, that that's like the best one, then go for it. I associate her more with love, but if you feel like she's the best one to call on for friendship, you feel like you have that connection, like you feel like she's going to work that way for you, go for it. Trust your gut, trust your intuition. I cannot stress enough how important it is for everyone to really, truly, 100% trust their fucking guts and intuition because you are the only one who can decide and tell what you feel, what you gravitate to, what works for you. What works for me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for me, but as long as it works for you, that's all that fucking matters. I hope you guys can feel the conviction in my voice and in my words because it is so important. There's such an issue of gatekeeping these days and I just want everyone to know that if what you're doing feels right, then it's fucking right. Follow it. Don't second guess yourself. Your first instinct, your first fucking gut reaction is the right one. I know I keep saying that over and over in every fucking episode, but I cannot stress enough how important it is to trust yourself. Just do it. Don't second guess it. Don't think twice. Don't be like, I don't know. That's right. Just fucking do it. Seriously. When you're having that moment and you even start for the slightest second, half second, split second, to second guess yourself, hear my words. Trust yourself. Fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Okay? Listen to fucking Nike. Nike. I call it Nike. Everybody calls it Nike. Whatever. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Okay? Think of those words every time you start to question yourself. Just fucking do it. Because that is what's right. Okay. So, <laughs> we have called upon them. We have we've, we picked our, we've set our intention. We have found off, figured out what we want to use. We've cleansed it. We have charged it kind of, sort of, by calling upon the help. Now we're going to actually, like, enchant, charge it. Does that make sense? So when I added charge it in up there, once I cleanse it, I like to go in and do, like, a second cleanse that I consider to be, like, a pre-charge. So I'll do, like, um, I like to do a water cleanse. Sometimes you can't, like, like water cleanse items, so you can do, like, a, a smoke cleanse, but I like to do a smoke cleanse type charge like in a charging way if that makes sense it's more me uh more of me just basically being like okay when I cleanse it I'm if I have to do a smoke instead of water I am you know cleansing and ridding this item of all of its negativity all the past things that it's absorbed that are that do me no good that are not good for me blah blah blah, blah whatever things that you say when you cleanse things not everybody talks when they do it that's fine we're all different. We're going to do things different ways. And that's what makes us fucking uniquely awesome and badass. And I like to do a smoke charge slash cleansing right after in a way of now that this item has been rid of blah, blah, blah. It is now open to receive and accept the powers bestowed upon it from the forces of blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. Like whatever you feel comes to mind. And you don't have to say a fucking thing if you don't want to when it comes to that part. Just, you don't have to do a smoke charge cleanse. You can do whatever you want. 
But when we go on to, we've done it, we've called upon the help. Like I said, we can call upon deities to, you know, bestow power upon the object. We can opt to just call upon the universe or the elements or whatever. And we're going to do an actual enchantment of the charm of the amulet. And this is where it comes to you bestowing your powers upon it into it and making it absorb, turning it into the amulet or the charm. This is up to you. I'm going to really be vague here because I don't want to persuade you into saying things the way I do it or do those things. We're setting the intentions. So you're going to go about this as if you are setting intentions for yourself, but you're setting intentions of what you want this piece to be and do. You can anoint it with some oils to kind of add some extra boost to it, some extra enchantment, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. You can say the things out loud. You can say them quietly. You can literally do a little ritual with it to, to enchant it. You can let it set for, you know, four hours or do it under a specific moon phase, whatever. It's completely up to you, however you do it. We're all different. We're going to do things differently. Just again, I cannot stress enough. Trust your fucking gut. Listen to yourself. You know what's right. You've got it down. You can do it. Like, you are the fucking one. And now comes the part where you decide if you want to add things with it or if you want to just keep it the way it is. If you want to um, add more pieces, more charms, more amulets. If you want to make it a big centerpiece or a tiny little thing that you carry in your bra or your pocket or on a necklace or whatever, this is where your creativity gets to have a little more fun and do a little bit more um, personal touch to it. It's really up to you. Again, I just cannot, um, you know, stress enough how important it is to trust yourselves and trust your guts. Uh, if this is new to you and you're nervous, Literally, again, trust your gut. Just go with it. Go with whatever you feel. Don't second guess it. The first thing that comes to mind, go for it. The first thing that comes out of your mouth when you open it, when you go to start doing your enchantments, go with it. Just see where it takes you. Start small. Work your way up. Have fun with it. This is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be hard work that stresses you out. It's not supposed to be things that are that you dread doing. It's not supposed to be something that's, you know, you feel like, oh my God, thank God, that's fucking over. This is supposed to be fun, exciting, and make you feel a lot of different ways. And none of those ways should make you feel bad. So have fun with it. Cleanse and recharge it regularly. It's going to collect a lot of bad and stale energy. It's going to collect a lot of negativity. It's going to collect a lot of just energy that we don't want. So we want to cleanse it and recharge it. It's kind of like a filter. So our pieces, like our even our bracelets that we wear and jewelry. Shit, I keep hitting this fucking microphone and I apologize to it like it's a fucking human. I think I'm more apologizing to you guys. What the fuck was that again? Nope, it was just Travis back from the store. I am literally on edge today. 
I think it's because I haven't had a day off in so long and my brain is just tired and everything being all just, uh, I mean, I've had a day off, but like it feels like it's been a long time because there were a couple of bowls this week and just weird shit, but my brain is just instantly on high alert today. But anyway, continuing on because we're almost done. Like I said, remember to cleanse and recharge it. Um, it's really important because it collects a lot of shit and it's like a filter. Um, it's protecting us by grabbing the negative things and the bad things. It is helping us by sending, like taking all of something and just sending the good parts towards us and it's collecting all that bad shit, bad shit in it. And we have to cleanse it. Like I said, same with our, our uh, crystal beads or crystals in general. Anything you're using, your altar tools, anything. Um, we need to make sure we're cleansing and charging regularly just so that they stay fresh and we're not carrying over that stale negative energy or bad energy or bad juju or anything you like to call it. So, all right. Uh, don't forget to send me your stories in Gmail, the basic witch 2020 at gmail.com. Uh, any questions you have that you want to be added into an episode where we talk about like Basically, we'll just call it a listener story slash episode slash something. Um, we'll call it like, I don't fucking know. It's all going to be stuff about you guys or for you guys, you know, you guys related. Um, you can, it can be literally uh, how you knew you were a witch. Tell me that story. Uh, your coming out stories, how you came out to your friends, your family, how you found like many people. Um, any spells or rituals you'd like to share with everybody, um, questions or tips for others, literally anything that you want to share with other people. I think it's going to be fun to get you guys a little more involved where we can do it like on a larger scale than just in the group or comments and shit. Um, I think it'd be fun just to kind of do a little collection. Um, anything you want to share with everybody, we'll just do like, um, collage type episode a couple times here and there like you know like once a month or some shit it was like an extra feature or something I don't know I think it'd be fun to do more engagement with you guys I am working on getting a new computer and then I'm going to start um YouTube videos back up it's just they're so fucking glitchy the sounds don't work they make computers just shit and I need to find a new one um they're fucking expensive though and I don't want to buy refurbished again because every refurbished one I have so much trouble with so that's not really an option, and I don't want to pay out the ass for one. Um, I don't I need to find a new one. But um, once I do find a new one, I'm going to start doing video podcasts, and I think that will be a lot of fun. I'm pretty excited for that. I'm pretty pumped. I think it'll be just an all-around uh, cool experience. So, if you guys... Uh, yeah, if you have any stories, send them to me or anything you want to share. The Basic Witch 2020 at gmail.com. You can find me on TikTok, The Basic Witch 2020. You can find me on YouTube, Cassie The Basic Witch. There's still some of my other videos up. Um, I'm on Instagram, Cassie The Basic Witch. You can join our Facebook group, The Basic Witch. Uh, I think the purple one is finally down, the bad group, so just the green group is up. The, the purple group was the backup one my Facebook got hacked like 95 times and the person I thought was going to take down the group so we had to make a new one it was a whole situation um if you are tired of ads of hearing my beautiful ad or any of the other ads that play in here 
and you also want your content a week early, you can subscribe for 99 cents a month. You'll get access to episodes a week early and they'll be ad free and you even get bonus content. Yay. So that's it. I hope you guys have a lovely day, week, month, year, whatever you're listening to this, everything's wonderful. Yeah. Send me your, um, info and also don't forget to share your emails with everybody in the group emails charms or you can send them to me if you don't want to post them all right my brain needs a break so that's it all right let's be love you bye